Influencers, inspiration, and Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. This is Earned by Tribe Dynamics. Here's Connor Begley. Welcome to Earned, everybody. Today is a very special day, perhaps the most important day, both professionally for me as well as for Tribe. So Tribe has decided to join forces with Creator IQ um, and become the definitive platform leader in the space, both from a revenue perspective, headcount perspective, growth perspective, global presence perspective. And as part of that, I've brought Igor here uh, to join us on the show so that everybody can get to know him. Uh, Igor is the CEO of Creator IQ and has an extensive background in technology as an entrepreneur over 30 years in the space or in the technology space. So welcome to the show, Igor. Thanks for joining. Oh, Connor, thank you. Excited to be here and uh, feel a little uh, jealous of your short. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, as part of that, you know, this, uh, for those who don't know, obviously wear a Hawaiian shirt each time. I got these printed today. They're very special. They've got, they're vintage, or not vintage, <laughs> they are one of a kind. They, uh, well, I guess not one of a kind. I've got another one here. So future, future vintage. Yes, yes, future vintage. So we've got Creator IQ and Tribe logos, and as part of that, I've gotten one for you, oh, um, <laughs> which I, is I, fun. I, I would have worn one today. <laughs> it's totally okay. okay. We'll have to do it for the press photo. <laughs> um, Twins. <laughs> but for those that don't know Creator IQ, you, you guys are the, of course, you guys are the largest platform in the space today. You work with big brands like Sephora, um, AB InBev, Unilever, et cetera. Um, and I think that our products are particularly complimentary, right? And that's part of the reason that we thought this combination would be great. Um, but I'd love to hear, in your words, you know, what about this combination got you excited? Like, what was it that made you want to do this thing? Well, I've known you for a long time. I've known of Tribe since uh, before I started Creator IQ. Yeah. And uh, you guys uh, clearly uh, did something right. You early on captured lightning in a bottle with becoming a standard. Yeah, You built absolutely. a team that stuck with you for a long, long time and uh, trying to build something exciting. You're winning for sure. Yep. And uh, we're just so complimentary. Uh, our products, our spaces, our clients, our teams. I uh, couldn't just think of a... Uh, I was talking to uh, a friend and uh, he asked, what are you worried about? I'm worried about that I can't really find anything wrong yet with this deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear, I feel like that's been the prevailing sentiment for everybody that's been involved. It's like, you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're like, wait, well, what if this is going to be wrong? Like, oh, no, not really. And um, to your point on the complimentary part, you know, remember we actually met up a few years ago in a bar and I mm. pitched, or not pitched, but I talked about combining the businesses and I think at that time, we had a lot of similarities, but then since then, it seems like we've really gone on different paths and different specialties um, that now just work really well together. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, remember, I remember that. I don't know if I remember you pitching or talking about combining businesses. <laughs> I think we talked through what uh, you were working on and the transformation you were going through in the business yes. and what I was doing. And, it, and I think where we left it was, let's talk again soon once we work through <laughs> what we're each doing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I'm, uh, I'm uh, <laughs> remembering what I wanted to have done. <laughs> um, well, let's get into, you know, I want people to get to know you, right? So that's really what today is about, to get to know you, to get to know Creator IQ, mm. because obviously we've gotten to build quite a community on our side, and I think they're going to want to feel really good about our combined businesses together. Mm. So tell me a little bit about your background. I'd love to know specifically your path to Creator IQ, what led you to doing that? Um, you know, what led you to decide to want to be an entrepreneur, right? Because historically mm. you'd been at other big technology companies. Um, so what led you to wanting to be an entrepreneur? What led you to wanting to start Creator IQ? 
So uh, I didn't actually set out to be an entrepreneur. Oh, but okay. I was, yeah, I was always comfortable in smaller, quick-moving uh, teams. Uh, before I had kids, I was at a couple companies that were small, grew quickly. We didn't call them startups back then, and we had to be profitable. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I had twin uh, daughters and then a son, and then at some point, uh, you want to be home for dinner. Yeah. And uh, just bigger companies seem like a place to be where you can be a little more, more settled more structure yeah. yeah so, so it was it, it was good for me uh through uh personally in my personal life and it was good for me professionally because i got to see what hyper growth big companies look like and yeah. what uh, good looks like from uh, uh, that side of the wall but uh, well, by the time my kids were in high school i had a little bit more time on my hands i was itching to go do i didn't want to start a company but i was itching to go uh, to something a little bit more agile and entrepreneurial and <laughs> yeah well you certainly i mean the last you know call it what seven years for you guys have been a little crazy oh gosh time flies so fast yeah. <laughs> oh my god I I look at it, how am i this many years into tribe like i look at other people's resumes it's like oh you've been here for three years or two years I'm like what do you do in two years you can't do anything like i feel like i haven't done that much in nine years um well, I know that you spent some time at Experian, mm -hmm. you know, as a CTO there, and it seems like that was, well, CTO, CIO, mm -hmm. you know, a bunch of different roles. Um, it seems like that was pretty formative for you, both in terms of, you know, I've had a lot of meetings with former coworkers that you had there. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about that time. What was it like? What did you guys focus on at, at Experian? So, so I was at Experian's consumer division. So yep. it was uh, uh, very quickly hyper growth yep. uh, group. Uh, quite large revenue-wise, as big as uh, the bureaus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, as time fades, as you leave, you forget the projects, you forget the details, uh, you remember people. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just experience, it's kind of going back to other formative experiences I have. You remember people and you keep up with the people, you remember kind of the vibe and the feeling, right? Getting up in the morning without an alarm clock because you all had something to do and uh, yeah. you were kind of like-minded in building it. Yeah. And experience, uh, and it wasn't the only place uh, with that vibe, but that was, one of the experiences where uh, you just know you're going to keep up with those people, whatever you do later. And you'll yeah. want whether you you'll want to work with them, but even if you're not, you still see them. And that's probably true for every other place I've been that uh, had that type of culture and vibe. And others, I don't remember really well. Right? Just remember, <laughs> I remember I was there, and I'm sure it was perfectly fine uh, people, and I got a paycheck. But uh, uh, that's probably the biggest differentiator for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that like people really underestimate kind of that network and how it builds over time, mm. and really thinking in decades rather than years. Right? Like, how can the relationships I'm building today lead to you know somebody I'm going to work with in ten years, fifteen mm -hmm. years, twenty years? Because that, it just starts to multiply really quickly over time. Um, like we've had the fortunate experience of having a lot of our original team stick around, but even those that have decided to go off and new, do new things mm -hmm. have, um, you know, we continue to work with them or they refer us clients mm -hmm. or whatever, right? Or we maybe work with them in the future. So that's really cool. Yeah. And sometimes you just hang out together. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It doesn't yeah. always have to be about business, yeah. right? I remember hearing, there's this thing on Twitter I saw that was saying like, um, like in Europe, it's okay to do non-GDP increasing activities, but in the <laughs> U.S. it's not, right? Like everything you do has to co like contribute economically, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I, uh, our, our president, Dan Murray uh, Blacks, uh, he called the social hour in his calendar. Yeah. Uh, several times a week where he just catches up with people he works with without any business in mind. I like uh, that. And I, I, I love the discipline because we're so busy and we are thinking about, you know, 
GDP activities, <laughs> uh, just consciously talking to people just because you miss them and you want to see what they're doing without anything else in mind. <laughs> At the same time, I love that he has to schedule it, right? He's got to like oh. block it out. You, well, you have to know <laughs> that. That's He's a very structured person. <laughs> Um, awesome. Well, let's talk about the early days of Creator IQ. Mm. Obviously, you guys have gone through a lot of hyper growth over the last, call it five, six years. Mm. Um, what have been some of the biggest challenges for you guys during that period? What are some of the things that you run in, you ran into that you feel like you've learned from? Well, uh, this is my first time CEO. So first yeah. time I had to do it by myself. I've uh, been on boards. I've been an investor. I've been at C-level in companies, but it's Nothing like uh, doing it yourself. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, when you're in a quickly changing space, uh, when you're growing, every year it's a different company. Every yeah. year, it's not like you can take what you've learned in the previous uh, twelve or eighteen months and apply it because how you get to the next stage is not how you got uh, there. So there is like this: uh, you're not bored. There is like constant ongoing learning and constant ongoing, uh, really thinking of. Uh, so uh, this is day one. Yeah. What do we do next? Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, things just, I, we've gone, obviously been on a similar trajectory and it's like, things just break, right? As soon as you get a process and a system in place, you know, then you go from, okay, now we're at 10 people to we're at 25. Well, it's like, oh, now all of our communication systems, we used to all sit around a table, that no longer works, right? And then it's like, okay, now we can't all sit around like a, you know, two lunch tables, right? Like, how do you even, um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're in... You're a startup, you have six, seven people, you're at around the table when you come to the office, every meeting is all hands meeting. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to think about it all hands meeting. <laughs> you don't have to think about status meeting. <laughs> I tell you what, I kind of miss those days. Like those were, cause you're just like, you're just going, right? Like everybody's got their lane, everybody's got their path and like, it is a little bit easier in yeah. some ways. Well, that, that's, uh, uh, and if I have to uh, uh, synthesize what's on my mind constantly as we go through the stage is how to uh, not lose it. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more uh, fun, more effective, more uh, almost dangerous than a small team of yep. like-minded people yep. <laughs> that just out there to win yeah. and doesn't have the communication overhead, doesn't need to worry about the structures, the emails, yeah. and uh, how to, as you get bigger, you get more resources, you get stronger, you can uh, specialize, but uh, it's that part that at the end of the day makes people win and how not to lose that. Yeah. So this is what's constantly on my mind as we go through our growth stages. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a big challenge for us. I mean, we're obviously both businesses that are growing very quickly together. We hope mm. to grow even faster. And so things will break even more quickly and get even <laughs> bigger. So um, <laughs> I know Elon Musk recently talked about like kind of shortening communication between people, right? So instead of having like, okay, I've got one individual contributor that goes to manager, 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 and then goes down, 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 right? How do you connect those and shorten those circuits? Um, so yeah, I'll have to figure out how we do that. So in the olden days, uh, we had a phone with a cord and a button, and you just say, hey, pick up the phone and have a two minute conversation. Now between Slacks and cell phones and Zoom, I still haven't figured out, you know, people just don't expect you to pick up the phone and say, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. so I have too much information coming at me and sometimes too much information is being sent out and that's what's on my mind. How to kind of compress it to hey, just pick up the phone and have a quick conversation. You know what's <laughs> funny is I feel like I've been transitioning back to that 
So Steve, who's on our board, is you know kind of similar, right? Mm. In terms of this is how he used to do business. So he's calling us all the time. <laughs> so now I'm just like I'm just going to call John all the time, right? And it's actually like once you get into that rhythm, you're like, oh wow, this is actually a really effective way to communicate. There's probably mm. a reason people have done this for yeah. thousands of years. So let's talk about the people, right? So I think for you, one of the things that I really appreciated from afar before I got to know Creator IQ really well was um, your team. Right? And it looked like the team that you had recruited was incredibly competent, that had incredible backgrounds and pedigrees. And it feels like as the company grows and as you know, uh, your individual contribution to that company changes, mm -hmm. the role of the CEO becomes more and more about finding fantastic people and getting them mm -hmm. excited to join the company. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you've already roped me into a couple of those conversations. <laughs> um, so tell me, what is, you know, what have been, what's been your philosophy and how do you think you've gotten to, you know, identify these really great people and then get them to join on to the mission? Like, what's that process been like for you? Uh, you know, I, I haven't really thought of it that way. I don't. I haven't thought about identifying people uh, and having a process. I like people. I like talking to people. I like uh, people who want to get shit done. I like <laughs> people who have a mission, who want to build things. Yep, yep. I like people who uh, just feel confident in what they're doing yep. and uh, want to accomplish good things. And then it just becomes a conversation. Uh, hey, what do you do? What are you interested in? How do you think about problems? And uh, this thing just happens. In some of those conversations, uh, people become part of my network. Some of those conversations, we don't talk again. And sometimes you have a second and third conversation. And you, you don't even need to make an offer. You just know that you're going to work together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, certainly, uh, like-minded people, like-minded yep. in the sense that uh, we want to build things, we want to serve customers, uh, we want uh, to help people who work for us build their careers and have the same experiences we had when we were younger. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But I don't I don't know if I even think about uh, recruiting. I might uh, make my intention clear that, hey, I want to work with you. Yeah. But it's always, what do you want? Uh, what's, what are you looking for? What's, what's your style? How yeah. do we work together? And then it just happens or doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because it, it actually reminds me a lot of you know, um, my own personal, right? So when we first started Tribe, so prior to Tribe, you know, I was in sales, right? And mm -hmm. I did very well in sales. And then, you know, we started Tribe, and as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. right, a lot of what you're doing is selling, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I actually think that word gets a really bad name. Um, because when I would talk to people, I wasn't trying to sell them anything, right? What I tried to do was be like an expert on the topic, learn from what they're, you know, how they're approaching mm -hmm. the problem, what issues they're dealing with, which both helped us to make a better product as well as helped us to be more informed on the topic. And then hopefully, as part of that, if we have something that's gonna help them, great, right? I was never mm -hmm. selling anything. I was just trying to help them get better, and we also had a tool that kind of aligned with that thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds just really similar to the way that you talk about recruiting. It's not about recruiting. It's about meeting really interesting people that are really driven, and when there's something that aligns and there's an opportunity mm -hmm. to work together, like, that's great, yep. right? Yeah, be being open to it and, uh, uh, the other thing I do is uh, I try to be warn people why they might not want to work with me or why they might not want to work in this company. Because you figure, uh, so they'll find out in six months, in three months, in two months anyway. And uh, it's no good well, when that happens. Yeah, because yeah, uh, uh, be, being in an entrepreneurial culture, yep. startup is even the wrong word. We've been at this for too long to call it a startup, but yep. it is a mindset. It's yep. entrepreneurial culture. We're growing quickly. We want to take advantage of opportunities. We don't want to build bureaucracy. We're not trying to survive. Yep. I think neither one of us would be doing this if we hit a wall. Yep. <laughs> and 
uh, but it has uh, its downsides. Its downsides: people who are more comfortable with structure, who are yep. more comfortable with longer-term planning, who are more uh, comfortable with stability. Uh, with, with stability. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not always comfortable in an environment like that. Yep. And yep. then there's also personalities. Like, uh, say, hey, I might tend to repeat myself here and there. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Same. My wife yeah. on me constantly uh, for that one. Yeah, just making sure that somebody. I don't want to say can't stand you because we can stand each other, but uh, just doesn't okay. work well together. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could work well, well together. So having uh, maybe two or three conversations too too many as we're going through the process and getting to know each other, I find just so helpful for me. Totally, and I mean that's definitely something that you've emphasized. I think throughout this is just making sure that our teams can work together, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, you know, where we, where I've seen that go awry for me in the past was actually more about like, we would find somebody that was really great, right? Like, oh my God, I want this person to work for us. And then the opportunity that we had and who that person was like, weren't a perfect fit, right? But I was like, let's just bring them in anyways, mm -hmm. right? And you kind of over promise or you kind of say, hey, we can figure it out. And that just doesn't end up working out. So let's talk about you know um, this idea of kind of uh, working together, people, et cetera, mm -hmm. as we start thinking about putting these two things together, these two businesses together. So you've really emphasized culture and people and spending time together mm -hmm. as like critical elements. Um, what is it from your past that has led you to think that like, hey, this is a really critical element, potentially one that's that's overlooked? Uh, I don't think it's overlooked. I think people know that it's important. Mm -hmm. I don't know if. Uh, uh, culture is such a generic white term and yep. it means so many different things to different people. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've seen is uh, a group, one group of people excels. Yeah. The other group of people with the same opportunity just doesn't. <laughs> and the difference that I found was uh, just that uh, uh, vibes that fit between them. Yep. And they're, uh, they want to work together. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're best friends out of work, but they, but they want to build the same things together. Yep. They're excited. They wake up. Uh, they're focused on how to solve a problem. They put uh, some fear aside. Uh, they have the same idea of like uh, risk tolerance and mm -hmm. uh, really empathy towards each other. Yep. Empathy and trust, right? Because everybody's job is difficult and mm -hmm. uh, give each other a little bit of leeway when somebody makes a mistake. Uh, and uh, so they don't have to spend their mental energy uh, watching their back. They don't have to worry about somebody not having their back if something goes wrong. They're just worried about solving a problem together. Yeah. And I just found those cultures exciting, invigorating. And this is what, uh, yeah, when I talk about 20 years later, the companies I remember, I remember that vibe. And I remember the people who were part of it. And yeah. that's the people I keep up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that trust element is like really underrated. I've kind of figured that out over time. I feel like John and I, you know, we work together now for almost nine years. We've known each other for 15. Mm. And and like, especially at the top, it's like that trust there that like we both are looking out for each other mm -hmm. is like super important. Like we've made big changes in terms of corporate structure over time. Mm. And I think it would have been really hard if we mm. didn't have that. So, um. Yes. Well, and then not everybody who gets along can work together either. I'm yeah. yeah. good friends that I would never want to work with. It <laughs> 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 would drive me nuts. I would drive them nuts too. So it's also kind of recognition that uh, it's, okay, it's okay if uh, every culture, every environment is not for everybody, right? It's finding yeah. what's 
right for you. And uh, I'm thinking of some people like, uh, no. I've had some friends that are like, hey, pitch me on an idea. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. You should definitely do that. Like, that sounds oh, like a good idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost had a co-founder for a co-founder for uh, for this company. Yeah. I love him. Get along together. Spend a lot of time together. And as we're trying to form this together, uh, he said, this just doesn't feel right. We're just. I don't think we. We're kind of forcing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's, it's like you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's better to have those conversations early, for mm -hmm. sure. I think uh, it's one of the most common reasons that companies fall apart. Right? It's mm -hmm. just founders' disagreements or co-founder disagreements. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk a little bit about <laughs> realizing that we haven't really told people a lot about Creator IQ. So. In your words, when you have to describe Creator IQ to somebody else, um, you know, how would you describe it? Like, what makes you guys special? Where have you really found your traction? Tell me about that. Well, uh, I love the space. I love the yep. space. I love uh, uh, the changes that it's uh, bringing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm a technologist. I'm an operator. So I didn't want to have an agency. didn't want to uh, sell media. Yep. Yep. I wanted to, be, to build uh, software, build yep. software that uh, Facilitates the work that uh, has measurement and data to help make people make better decisions. Yep. And uh, uh, given that it's a new industry, and even so, it's been around for a while. It is still new. It is changing yeah, so quickly. Yeah. Super new. Uh, uh, the, the part that uh, I feel strongest about is being a solution provider to mm -hmm. people who are trying to figure this out. Being yeah. an enabler and yeah. uh, learning uh, as we go along on what's working and not working for our users. Yeah. Go back, back to what you said, uh, definitely being disappointed when things break, being disappointed where we take a wrong turn, but being able to adjust quickly, because if you're a solution provider, you're kind of focused on what yeah, yeah, yeah. What problems do my clients have? <laughs> what are they trying to figure out to stay in business, to grow both professionally and you know, growing their businesses? <laughs> yeah, I, I, the thing I still get the most satisfaction out of is just looking at the numbers and being like, Holy shit, like there are thousands of people logging in every day and they're logging in not because I'm telling to them to mm -hmm. or paying them to or because they have some obligation to, because they're like doing it because it makes their lives easier. Mm -hmm. And like that is like, it's just the weirdest thing in the world to me, like, mm -hmm. and the most satisfying thing in the world. And, and I think that, you know, one of the conversations I really remember that we had early on mm -hmm was you talking about the early days of Creator IQ and like how much time you spent with those end users. Oh, you, you have to, you have yeah. to. Uh, I was new to the industry, I was an investor, I met uh, many uh, multi-channel networks yep. uh, and uh, lucky that they would kind of let me into their doors and let me figure out what they're doing and uh, I, I, I just sat uh, at the floors and with the desks and looked over people's shoulders <laughs> and looked at the spreadsheets and looked at uh, the papers they were uh, writing and was trying to figure out uh, how they're spending time and yeah. uh, what, what are uh, kind of little annoying things that you want to remove and what are like the big problems that uh, enables a company to grow and scale. Yeah. I, I'll never forget, I was at a client's office, it was Allo Yoga, and I like walked in, we have our meeting, and as I'm walking out, they had like their desks set up, mm -hmm. right, and there's people sitting at their desks, and I walk by, and there's a girl with, you know, our, our application open, and she's just clicking around, <laughs> and like, and I just sat there, and I watched her for a second, I was like, oh my god, like, you know, like, I love this. Like, I, this is so cool. Like, and I, awkwardly, I was like, can I take a photo? Like, this is just like one of my, like, seeing it in the wild was so awesome. Um, mm. 
And I think in a lot of ways, you know, that direct connection is your strategic advantage when you're small, right? As you can say, like, mm -hmm. I know John used to talk about it all the time. People, we put in a little inbox. It was like, it was, that would say like, it started with, hey, Connor and John. And then you could write in a message, right? Mm -hmm. And it would be like, what's broken? How can I fix it? And so they would send those messages. We would get it. And then John was obviously building the application. And they'd be mm -hmm. like, oh, this is broken. This isn't working. And he'd reply like 10 minutes later, like, hey, I just pushed a fix. It's working now. <laughs> so and they're cool. like, wait, like... <laughs> It, the co-founder just emailed me. He just fixed it like in 10 minutes. Like what, what just happened? And I think that's, uh, it's just such a, it's a really cool superpower oh, at the I, beginning. I, I, you know what, I, I want to borrow that. Is there a reason not to go back to something like that? I mean, I don't think it's a bad system. I it, think it's. It's not, I'm so uncomfortable with the queues and the prioritization and we have a good process. So many scale. layers, right? Yeah, and, and it's uh, works, but I, I, I <laughs> let's, let's, let's figure out what we call the thin box. <laughs> I, d I dig it. I'm into yeah. it. Um, so let's talk about kind of this combination, and let's talk about the industry a little bit. Mm. So, you know, obviously, I think what, what I find really special is you guys are so good at the campaign management, the workflow enablement, all of those components, particularly when it comes to paid, you know, mm. relationships. And we're more focused on the organic relationships, community management, analytics, right, mm -hmm. which is why I think we pair so well together. You know, where do you see this space going, like over the next, call it five years or so? Like, what do you think is going to evolve? What do you think is going to change? Uh, tell me about that. Well, we're seeing the same thing in the market. Uh, creator yep. is becoming more and more important and at the center. Yep. Uh, as a content partner, not just as an amplifier of the message, not just yep. a shell trying to resell things, but a true content partner uh, who has trust and yep. who knows how to who knows who knows their audience who knows how to uh, talk to them yep and becoming even more important uh as a storefront uh, somebody who can drive uh sales mm -hmm. and that's uh, changing uh, the budget that's you know we, we yep. know that the eyeballs have been moving for a long time to different devices we know who people trust yep. it's been changing at just breaking speed even my 26 year old kids are telling me Oh my gosh! Are like fifteen-year-old cousins are like uh, different species the way they. <laughs> <laughs> and I said there is a fifty-five-year-old in a basement. Uh, so, but 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 all of it is accelerating the change and uh, being uh, having the software, having yep. the measurement to enable it, yeah. providing more tools to our clients and probably more and more tools to creators yep. is uh, probably at the center of what we want to do, where we want to play. To be, uh, yeah. you know, to be the software rails, to be the measurement rails, to be a trusted uh, transaction partner mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. uh, for our clients, actually both for our clients and for creators. Yeah, I feel like the kind of broader trend that people miss out on sometimes in terms of this like rapid pace of change and development is that you know if you look over the last 100, 150 years, there's only been a certain number of changes. Uh, that have had dramatic effects mm -hmm. on the way that information is distributed and the way that information mm -hmm. is consumed, right? So you had, you know, you went the printing press, right? If you want to go back that oh. far, right? <laughs> no, but seriously, right? You yeah. think about what are the biggest changes that have occurred over the last 150 years in terms of communication? You had the printing press, then you had like radio, which, right, which would then, now I don't have to have any physical distribution of the object. Then you had television, which added a visual element to that communication. And then more recently, you've had internet and mobile phones, which mm -hmm. has allowed anybody to create and distribute information costlessly. And then as a consumer, to, be, to have access to infinite information. And so it's just opened up different sources of information that help people to make decisions. 
whether that's political decisions, buying decisions, or whatever it happens to be. And so I think being at the center of that is just fascinating, mm -hmm. right? Um, and at the same time, it's all, what it's also unlocked is this entire, um, this group of small businesses that where people are now allowed mm -hmm. to become their own publishers, mm -hmm. which I think is another space that we're talking collaboratively about getting into. Um, that I just get really excited yeah. about. Yeah, well, just there's talented people who have yeah. hobbies, and sometimes the hobbies becomes a livelihood. Sometimes it's just a hobby, yeah. and uh, uh, they have audiences. And this is just another way for them uh, to cut out the middleman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, to cut out the middleman. Yeah. And. Uh, supplement their income and uh, have an opinion and products they use attach their ethos to the ethos of the brands yep. that uh, they think represent them and through that uh, provide trusted opinions yep. to clients as opposed to just TV and jingles and paid advertising. <laughs> but uh, it, it, but th that shift is fascinating. I think it's good. It's fun. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, um, it's funny, you talk about removing the middleman, and it certainly does that, but it also removes the gatekeeper, right? But that's... Because like, it's like, before, you had somebody at NBC that decided who got to go on and have their opinions and not, right? And now, that doesn't exist, right? There's no gatekeeper. Like, mm. you can go on and say whatever you want for, about for, anything you want. For, for good and for bad. <laughs> for good and for bad. But I think in general, <laughs> if at least across history up until this point, each time there's been one of these new things, it's like, you know, radio when it first came out, there was all kinds of crazy stuff that was happening on the radio, all, you know, misinformation, propaganda, mm -hmm. whatever. But inevitably it becomes more regulated, it becomes more structured mm -hmm. and better, right? And that's kind of the, we're in that Wild West phase right now where, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> still need to get to that point. But um, it will get there, right? And I think in the long run, the, the good certainly always mm -hmm. bad. But I also started a, we both started businesses in this space, so I think we're a little biased. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. Uh, I don't know if biased is the right word, but we are optimistic. <laughs> um, so the final thing I want to get to about Creator IQ that I find really unique, and I find it really special, is you know during this process, when we first started having these conversations, um, you and your team flew to Ukraine to meet with your technology team out there. Um, and I think that the culture and the team that you've built out there, both in terms of being some of the earliest members to join mm -hmm. and then some of the most loyal people over time, um, it's just fascinating for me, right? Um, and, uh, and, and obviously, I, I flew out and met them. Uh, I know. So uh, that was great, talking about the culture and knowing that there is a fit. Yeah. Uh, when we were still trying to decide, you had many options. You didn't have to join us. You could have raised money at great valuation, your business are doing just fine. Yep. And we weren't sure where it's going. And we, you know, and uh, I think we talked Saturday morning when we were trying to decide how to proceed. And I asked if you want to grab dinner with me well, Monday night. Well, he kind of hinted in an yeah. email. He hinted, he's like, hey, you know, oh, it's too bad you couldn't come. I'm like, John, did he, did you just invite me to Ukraine? And then I sent it back. I was like, did you invite me? And you're like, you should come. Here's the plane flight. Da, da, da. And then I told my wife, I was like, I think I'm going to Ukraine tomorrow. She's like, what? That was cool. We, yeah. we had dinner like 10 p.m. We met a big part of the day. team. Yeah. Uh, uh, you probably didn't sleep for 36 hours, which was fine. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, slept on guy. the plane yeah, on the yeah. way there. That was my first really long international business flight that was mm -hmm. uh, full lay flats. It was great. It was nice. 
Um, but tell me about the role that that team has played for you guys. And I think a lot of what I was talking to Bethany about and some of the other team is, you know, making those two cultures more and more collaborative over time. Um, but tell me about that team specifically and kind of the role that they've played. Uh, well, they're part of our team. Uh, yep, they just yep. happen to be on the other side of the globe and yep. have uh, uh, different accents, but so do I. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but I've heard you call it your <laughs> Cleveland accent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did uh, go to uh, junior high and high school and undergrad and grad in Cleveland, so yes. accent aside, feels like I grew up there. But yes. uh, back to the Ukraine team. Uh, no, there, there is they're part of Creator IQ. Half of the people there, some of the oldest uh, employees are there. Uh, they have Creator IQ football team and poker team and uh, basketball team and uh, yep. yeah. No, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you, you got to see them. If, if oh my God, I think I got very <laughs> what did you, lucky. What did you think? <laughs> I thought they were awesome. I had such a great time with them. And I think what was surprising to me is I feel like, you know, in the US, that part of Eastern Europe gets branded in a certain way, right? And I got out there and it was just not what I expected. It was awesome, great dinner, great people, so nice. Like, it was uh, really so, special. Yeah, a small, vibrant European country. Yeah. Uh, music on the streets, big parks, uh, very, you know, large college town, very educated, the uh, parks smart. Were, the <laughs> parks were beautiful yeah. too. They were really well maintained. Mm. All right, so I want to make sure that people get to know you really well personally, and we always like to finish the show with like an end of show fun question. Um, and so as part of that, I know last night at dinner, we were talking a lot about family and the value of long-term relationships, and you've been with your wife, May, for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd love to know if there is, you know, one family quirk that you guys have that, uh, you know, people wouldn't expect. And maybe there's not. Maybe you guys are, you know, leave it to Beaver and there's nothing, <laughs> nothing surprising about you. Uh, tell me what you mean by cork. <laughs> <laughs> What's one fun thing that you guys do that you, you know, has been really special to your family over the years? Uh, I I might throw it back at you because I really, you know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's one of our fun, so for our family, you know, my wife and I, this has been a recent obsession, but we've recently gotten obsessed with Survivor. Mm -hmm. And I've, to the point that now, I think my wife and I are considering uh, going on Survivor at some point. If it wasn't, oh, wow. if now, if it wasn't, <laughs> the big thing is I would only, <laughs> I don't want, I don't care about the camera, despite the fact I'm doing a podcast on camera. I don't care about the camera. I don't care about like getting to be well known. Frankly, I would prefer not. I just want the competition. Like I think the, 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 uh, the, the specificity of the tactics used in that I think are just fascinating. Mm -hmm. And like now that we're like 10 plus seasons in, like you just really know it deeply. And so uh, I'd say that's one quirk that we have going as a family. And I think we're gonna try and get our kids <laughs> into it too. Um, well, with that, I really wanna thank you again, Igor. I think today is a very special day. I'm really excited at what we're gonna build together mm -hmm. over the next few years. Yep. Um, and I think it's gonna be a really, really big deal when it gets announced. It so is a big deal. Thanks again for joining. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Hit subscribe now. Earned by Tribe Dynamics. Tribe Dynamics unlocks your social media influencer community. Our platform not only tracks and measures your best influencer relationships, but discovers new influencers to grow your business through earned media. Get started with a demo today at tribedynamics.com. Tribedynamics.com.